This is uh, episode four of the Toronto Game Devs podcast. Um, my name is Steve, person behind TorontoGameDevs.com, which is the number one site for news regarding the Toronto developed games, including surrounding areas, Hamilton, Niagara Falls, Ottawa even. Um, with me is, uh, once again, Brett. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, who's just finished crunch time. Yes, finally. I might... <laughs> I'm so excited <laughs> to just not be in crunch time anymore. Yeah, it's oh, it's so good. I did nothing like Friday. Well, actually, no, I did a lot of catching up on everything on Friday, and then Saturday was just chilling, and then today was like sleeping and playing video games. <laughs> nap time. <laughs> Lots of nap time. <laughs> it was just that's what happens when you have a cat. It, it, it's like yo, let's have naps together. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna do the same thing. Nice. So. Um, yeah, and, and, uh, probably the, the smartest move as well was hosting, uh, game dev drinks during, in the middle of crunch time. Yeah, that's, I, well, there's no way for me to get around that. And, uh, even my guy, the guys I work with were all like, oh man, game dev drinks is on the last day of, well, the second to last day of crunch. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, I hope you guys got it all done. <laughs> Because I had um, to go, so yeah, and, it, it worked uh, out. It worked yeah. out. Yeah, it was it was awesome. So it was the first game dev drinks that I've been to. Uh, Axon Interactive, who's working on uh, Quench, was uh, the presenter. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have them on a special podcast. So uh, yeah, I'm going to talk to them about it because we were talking at the end of the night of how we're going to do it. So we might just do it as a Skype. And just do like kind of how we do things, and or or I go out there and have some drinks with them and do it that way. So yeah. we're still working it out. Because um, I mean, I my day job is like in the same office as where their office is. So yeah, literally like literally I just go up a really sketchy elevator and I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of up to you. <laughs> um, Sweet. whenever you can make it into town or like you said, we can do what we're kind of doing right now where I'm mm-hmm. in the room with them and then we just Skype call with you. And, yeah. And, we could uh, do something. Figure something out. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, so we won't, I guess go into huge amount of detail since we'll have like a special podcast dedicated to, to them. But, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, some topics definitely came about of it, and uh, it was definitely a cool talk. Definitely, really awesome event, actually. So kudos for putting that on, because uh, no, no, I don't want any sort of confusion. Like I helped you in no way, other than just <laughs> <laughs> telling Twitter, Twitter, and and uh, and people on the podcast about it. So true, nice work, man. Like it's has it always been in that like bar? Uh, yeah. So all th- all. Th- all three of them have been in there now, and I've I used to do uh I used to try this event like make put this event together in uh, 2013. I was trying it out, and I was in a different bar, and it was just purely about just getting together and drinking, and that was about it. Um, and then uh, I left to go to Ottawa, and I stopped running that event. And then when I came back, I kind of thought of the idea of uh, like bringing it back, but I wanted to do something different, but I didn't really have a good idea yet. So I was just like talking with uh, 
a good a friend of mine who runs a couple of local events in Hamilton also, and he was kind of like, "Why don't you have speakers?" And I, at the, when he said it, I was kind of like, "That's a good idea," but Hamilton doesn't have a lot of speakers, so he was kind of like, "Well, Toronto has a lot." <laughs> so <laughs> if only there was a site that uh, you can use as a reference. True. And uh, you, at the time, the site wasn't really around yet. <laughs> I guess it was in a, it was a Tumblr site. It was Tumblr, yeah, the, t- the good old Tumblr days. Yeah, so it was the Tumblr days, and uh, it, was, it seems like we were both coming up with our our stuff at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, then I just started asking people to come, and so far so good, you know. Yeah, and uh, you want to do a quick uh, preview, I guess, of September's. We probably have discussed it, but. Um, yeah, uh, so September's Game Dev Drinks, um, we will have Phantom Compass coming in from St. Catharines. Uh, they have an office in Toronto as well, so they're Toronto and St. Catharines. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be coming coming on September 23rd, I believe. I have to double check my calendar. And uh, yeah, they'll be coming in and talking about probably Rollers of the Realm, um, which is already out on, uh, I think, everything. PS. Yeah, I know it's on P- I have it on PS4. I have it on Steam, so yeah. So they'll be probably talking about that, and I don't know if they're going to be mentioning um, their newest project that they're working on. So we'll see. We might get a sneak peek before anyone else. Never know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and uh, you know, I, I don't know how many like game developers were there on uh, Wednesday night, but mm-hmm. I'm not one, and I still found it uh, extremely interesting, but also still a lot of useful information. That I can yeah. just apply to um, to TorontoGameDevs.com. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not like aspi- if you're not like aspiring to be a game developer, yeah. or or anything like that, like you're just really interested in games and the people who make them, like I still would highly recommend coming out because there also isn't really um, there isn't really an event like it other than kind of you know when Bitbazaar happens or like a more a bigger kind of event where everyone's like yeah. showing off their games. This is more like it's one studio, more like. Mm-hmm intimate i guess like you can really kind of find out a lot about the studio um and yeah they, uh, they put on a good presentation so shout out to axon because uh, yeah they they did a really good presentation uh tabby was really nervous about it she was worried that they wouldn't have enough or the right stuff to talk about but it was like it was perfect so and everyone who's come before that too has done a really good job as well like e- each one has been getting better you know and that's the cool thing about it and the the group, like the group of people who come out, is always a little bit different. So, someday you get, or yeah, like some event, you'll get a lot more developer heavy, or the other one will be a little bit more student heavy. It all depends on who's there. Right. But like, you, you got to sit and chat with Pixel Knots. Yeah, that for was sweet. A couple minutes, yeah. right? Or and, uh, yeah, and uh, I spoke to the guy who uh, does did the music or does the music. Oh yeah, for... the music for Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, so like that's kind of the type of people that show up, right? It's a little mixture of everything, and it's cool if you're. I think it's also cool if you're just a fan of games and you just want to talk to developers and like you have no desire to make games. I think it could still be cool just for that. So I think so too. Plus, you get to you get to try out a game before it's like released, and yeah, and uh, it's pretty sweet. Actually, and however though, I didn't actually get to try Quench, so I've missed it out like twice. Yeah, um, it was that they were busy like yeah there was a lot of people there was a lineup for sure and yeah there was a lineup to play it which was cool they had uh they they projected on the screen though so i got to like see the whole yeah 
level. That was um, the, that was that was new. Like we haven't actually projected it on the screen like that before. Oh really? So uh, that was like a test, and it worked out. So we'll probably be doing a little bit more of that going forward too. Yeah. Um. I won't. I won't spoil it. But is October is confirmed yet, or is that still? Are you still waiting? I'm still waiting. Okay, we so won't. We won't be knowing until September. Late. Late September. So. Oh sure. You might want to get a backup then, just in case. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I always have a backup. Okay, cool. Um, we could talk more about it because there is kind of some topics that kind of came up. I don't know if you saw on Twitter too. We had some suggestions for things to talk about. So yeah, I um, saw something there. Was it marketing? So it was kind of back to marketing, and we've discussed a little bit on marketing, um, but maybe mm. we can take what kind of Axon discussed and uh, and spin it that way. Um, but let's maybe let's just kind of bring up some of the news that happened over the last uh last week sure uh so number one uh mk ultra uh announced and then released uh knight and damsel on pc and oya uh and it's sort it's like a co-op uh someone's the knight and someone's the damsel and and you're kind of like working to kind of get to one point and it's like a puzzle Mm -hmm. um puzzle game it's uh a bunch of people involved in it are then dames making games um, group yep. or you know, group kind of trying to promote women in tech, basically, which is cool. Yeah, and so they they do a lot of events. Check them out on Dames uh, Making Games dot com. I want to say if you just Google it or find it on the site, you can find it because um, mm. they do a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, Night and Damsel, um, I, you know, I personally haven't played it myself, but it did come out. Uh, um, so I might I might you know be picking that one up pretty soon. But it looks uh, looks like a cute little sort of co-op uh, strategy game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, no, and on, yeah. oh yeah, too. So I would actually be interested in talking to them to see like why uh, why they picked oh yeah and if, what yeah. kind of like, sales are expecting from it. Or uh, Yeah, I'm so curious about the oh yeah part because yeah. no one, <laughs> you hear that like never nowadays. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, like I hope, um, you know, maybe it was just like a, it's super easy to port to. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they realized that they that there was probably a, a market for it. Like I, I don't know much about the console. I don't know anyone who has it. Um, so. Well, if you can still sell games on it, then you know why not? That's why I look at it. Yeah, for sure. Like if it was like super cheap or super not time consuming at all to port it over, mm-hmm. uh, why not? And it's good, like experience and get your name out there more like yep. there probably are like hardcore OEA people who just play that um it's a cheap console and and the games are they're all like sort of it's all like cheaper games right like mm-hmm. yeah so uh, yeah it's, if they could sell it if if there's a market there that like there's however many consoles there really is of the OEA, i'm sure they're starving for games so a new game popping up would probably be like oh yay a new game finally so well similar to like the Wii U like when a game when like a game that looks good comes out for Wii U like it gets noticed yeah um, and you and I are both kind of Nintendo people and I'm sure there's oh yeah people out there who when a cool looking game comes out like they notice yeah yeah I treat it like the Vita <laughs> yeah so when the Vita gets something everyone's like yay Vita <laughs> yay finally finally yo I love I I love my Vita I. I love that system. Mm. Um, I, I'll never buy one. No, probably not. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's I hard. have a, I I have a 3ds that has games and support, so 
I'll be over here. It's really hard to like recommend because it's it's totally like it's now it's just a lot of indie games, which has which is no problem at all. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you already, it's there's very little indie games that are just exclusive to it, mm-hmm. um, and sort of always just kind of ports. Honestly, right now I'm playing Final Fantasy IX on it all the time, so yeah. <laughs> it's it's not a it's it's if you have no drive to get the system like. A crappy port of Borderlands Two is not going to bring you over. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, moving right along, Lovers and Night. Indi- oh, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at Night and Damsel, like watching it on Steam. They have a lot more videos. Yeah, it looks really neat. I I want to know. I want to play it. I just want to see how the puzzle mechanic works. Yeah, because it looks it looks like a puzzle game. So yeah, it looks like moving around boxes and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to check it out. It's on my wish list. Bam. Bam! Every no. podcast <laughs> you add something. <laughs> well, yeah, it's interesting. I've been adding more and more wish list games from Toronto devs lately. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, check it out. If uh, does it say the price on there? Uh, uh right now it's on sale, twenty percent off. So uh, it's eight dollars and seventy nine cents Canadian. True. And if without the sale, it's nine ninety nine. So. Um. All right, so that came out on the twentieth, I believe. So a few days ago, mm-hmm. um, there's also. Watch well, Let's talk about Lovers in Dangerous Space Time first, since I mentioned it. But okay. this is from Asteroid Base. Uh, it's another like multiplayer game, um, kind of a two-player like shooter. Basically, you're in like the ship, and the the sh- like the ship. It's two D, and you kind of move around the ship, and you have to go to like different sections of it to like fire off the weapons or whatever. And you're moving through space to kind of you know, kill enemies and basically, like, make sure you don't die. Mm-hmm. Um, two players. Uh, it's on Xbox One and PC. Um, so this, this one's looks game, cool. Yeah, it's, uh, it has a cool style to it. Um, mm-hmm. I played it... Oh, did I play it? Maybe I'm confusing with another one. I think I wanted to play it. It was a bit bizarre, I think, and I wanted mm-hmm. to play it, but the lineup was too big. Um, and so it's just another uh, another game that's coming out, like, really soon. Um, from Toronto developers, but yeah, it's on it's on Xbox One and on Steam, and it's another like two player co op. So if you got you know someone to play play games with, this was a good week for you. <laughs> this looks really cool. Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess it's the first time I've even heard of it, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. This is going on the wish list because this looks really fun. Nice. Yeah, I love street games like this, like that are just. Yeah, I love I love games like this. Yeah, there's a few. Toronto games that are only coming to Xbox One and or Steam. Um, this is one of them. Uh, Fortified from Clapfoot Games uh, is also... Who, uh, Clapfoot, by the way, helped out with Castle Game. But um, mm-hmm. they, they're they releasing Fortified only on Xbox One and Steam, I think, too. So I've mentioned nice. before, I'm not a big Steam guy, so I might have to pick up Xbox One soon. That Plus that Rare Replay. Ugh, Steam, Xbox, what are you doing? Rare Replay, man, though. Has a banjo kazooie. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that actually kind of sold me on an Xbox, also. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm just like, I'll just go buy it for my uh, N64s. Uh, you can easily find one. Have you? So have you played any like 3D platformers on 64 right, lately, though? No. So on. So we got Donkey Kong 64 on the. Love that game. On the yes, you remember that you love that game. However. Yes. The camera is atrocious, <laughs> and I'm 
hoping in the rare in the Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie, like mm. the san- second analog stick on the. Well, did they say they're fixing it? Like I don't know. I didn't look into it at all. But Donkey Kong sixty four man is good, but. Mm-hmm. Half the reason why that game is so hard is because you have to like walk around a plank while the camera is not doing what you want it to do. And, yeah, uh, it's so freaking annoying. So I don't know if they fix fix that with Banjo Kazooie. Mm-hmm. Um, if they like gave it a camera, I don't know. There's a lot of games in here, and and it's sold for pretty cheap. So I don't know how much time they would have put into it. But yeah, uh, yeah, sixty four three D games. I don't know if they held up <laughs> that great. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so I mean, this comes out September. Lovers in Dangerous Space Time comes out September ninth. Um, mm-hmm. It's got the trailers and everything on, on the site and on uh, on Xbox One and on Steam and added to the wish list as Brett just did. So, yep. <laughs> and follow follow him on Twitter. And follow him on Twitter at uh, let me actually Asteroid Base. Nice, there you go. On it. Um. Yeah, that game looks really fun. Yeah, this was just another. This these last two weeks were crazy. Like, I keep looking at my Twitter feed, and there's like another game getting announced. So I was just like, "What are you? You guys are <laughs> killing me here." So <laughs> I made a post of the re- recent and like upcoming releases. Mm-hmm. Um, so M plus plus Castle Game, Actual Sunlight, uh, Night and Damsel, all came out. Uh, Planet oh, yeah. of the Eyes is the twenty is tomorrow. Uh, Hedge Money Three is the Tuesday. Runbow is the Thursday. Lovers in Dangerous Space Time is two weeks from now. Fate Tectonics is actually on the same day, on September 9th. Mm-hmm. And uh, Starseed, which is like an iOS uh, kind of retro shooter, um, mm-hmm. also mid-September. So lots of Toronto Toronto releases lately, which is sweet. That is a lot. Yeah. That's nice. I That's like mention... one every... <clears throat> Sorry? What? No. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't mention Gastrobots, which um, is from XMG Studios. They said it would be like August. Let me actually do a quick search. Um... Roll with, roll with the podcast for a bit. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I was looking for it too. Yeah. Well, actually, XMG, I applied to work there back in the day. So, never got back to me. Oh. Yeah. I, I, hmm. They're cool guys, though. Yeah, I had I a good interview uh, with them. I met them at Bit Bizarre, and, and uh, they're all cool dudes. Um, yeah, I, mean, I played a couple of their games, and I didn't even know they were like out of Toronto before. Yeah. And I was, oh. That's another one of those like just uh, games that just appear, that, and you find out that another Toronto studio made it. And it was like uh, Cows vs. Aliens was what I was playing a lot of, and it's just a cheesy little phone game, right? And it was yeah. kind of fun, though. But I was enjoying it, putting the cows and stuff into the barn. It was fun. But yeah, I, when I was in Ottawa, I didn't really hear much coming out from them. And then all of a sudden, I came back, and they have a whole bunch of stuff coming out now. Yeah, they're working on a few things. I don't. Uh, I'm trying to search if because you can search like the iPod st- or iPad store or whatever online. So mm-hmm. I'm not seeing it. So I don't know if it came out. I should reach out to them. Um, but, the Gastrobots game. Yeah, I played that at Bit Bizarre too. It's like a little. It's another puzzle game, mm-hmm. um, and it's cool. And uh, it was originally supposed to be for August 20th, and it might still be out there. Um, I'll have to double check on that one. Mm-hmm. But Lovers in Dangerous Space on September 9th. Yeah, I was trying to get them to uh, come out to Game Dev Drinks at some time. So. Asteroid Base or? Uh, XMG. Oh, sure. Just, I, I reached out to them. They haven't gotten back to me yet. So. Mm. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I got to. Joe, if you're listening, uh, answer my email. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> for the Imperius. Another interview. Another interview. Right, right. So, um, cool. And yeah, email me back to you. Yeah. Everyone uh, email us. <laughs> Get back to us. Uh, and kind of uh, lastly, um, I haven't been able to stop talking about this game, but Castle Game, it's on Steam Greenlight right now. Oh, um, yeah. So you can kind of vote. Like, I'm not super familiar with Greenlight. Like, basically, you're voting to for the game to be on Steam, correct? Yep. So, so all you have to do is just uh, log in with your Steam account, I believe, and just push the yes button. And then the more yeses they get, the more likely Steam will acknowledge it and then say yes. You can bring it. To, you can bring it to the Steam platform. So it's not a. It's not like when they get the yeses, the game gets released. Like it's still you get greenlit, and then it's like okay, you you yeah okay yeah, and you have to get x amount of x amount of yeses to uh, even get past greenlight. So it, sometimes it could take a couple weeks. Sometimes it takes months. Sure. Uh, it it just takes a lot of yeses. So if everybody's out there listening, uh, give this game a yes so we can get it on Steam because that's where I would like to buy it. Yeah. So. Make this happen for me, guys. <laughs> Do it for me. <laughs> I'll, uh, I, I was trying to remember. We were talking before the show. Like we we couldn't remember our like Steam password. So I gotta. I'll figure that out to the thing. Go for it. Yeah, I I had to redo my password just so I could always remember it now. Yeah, that's the thing. Too many passwords. Um, yep. One of the Rumbo guys just tweeted, by the way, that the Rumbo soundtrack drops tomorrow, and yep. uh, I knew that too. So. <laughs> look forward to that i'll put po- i'll make a post uh, i was talking to to dan on uh game dev drinks that mm-hmm. um it was dropping or whatever so i'll uh i'll spread the word on that so look forward to that on trauma.com too yeah i look forward to listening to that soundtrack same it's uh the te- the you know the, i played the demo but i i then also did sort of a play test um mm-hmm. and was there for two or so hours uh and it's a it's a cool soundtrack. It fits the mood really well, and uh, mm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not big. I was kind of telling Dan this. I'm not like big on listening to game soundtracks mm-hmm. unless it's like Mega Man from Nintendo. But right, but I'll give this one a listen for sure. I like listening to game soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. I was just listening to uh, the Guacamelee soundtrack last week. Just I, I really like that soundtrack. The sound of it really worked with the game. So thanks. It's a good soundtrack. Also, all made by Toronto composers. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. a good thing. Um, so that's that's it for for news. We need an actual name for the section. The news you need to know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the news, the Toronto game dev news. I don't Toronto, know. Toronto news. Toronto. We need a good segue for it. Yeah. Like, um, maybe even more more uh, intro music. So Jake, work on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, Jake Bonneau is the one who made the intro that you heard at the beginning of the podcast, assuming I did all the edits. You can check him out at yep. uh, J-A-K-E-B-U-T-I-N-E-A-U uh, on Twitter. And if you add .com to that, that's his site mm-hmm. too. I'll link it into the podcast though. But uh, nice dude. And uh, he created that for free. So good on good, good, good on him. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you, might, you probably heard the one episode where we were talking about seo and i mm. was like all you gotta do to get rid of the seo people is just tell them you have no money for it yep uh and then they just go away 
So, <laughs> so true. So he emailed me and he's just like, yeah, I, you know, I know you probably don't want to spend money on it. So just, just give me credit. I was like, there you go. That's, that's all you need to do. <laughs> that was um, a good episode. That was a good episode. Um, so we can kind of go back to the discussion. Uh, I was thinking, I was thinking two things. All right. Um, one I guess this is our uh, discussion time. Yeah, dis- yeah. <laughs> discussion time, everybody. <laughs> we don't have an intro for this one yet, so... <laughs> Sit down and talk time. Yep, coffee time. Uh, actually, I got a summer's bee, so... Oh, I have, like, nothing right now. Uh, do you want to go get a drink? And- no, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm good, actually. You need to stay hydrated if you're napping so much, so... <laughs> After this, I'm going to go to, like... Uh, we're not sponsored by them, so I won't mention them. So. <laughs> I'll go get a, a certain beverage from a certain place uh, down the street. Do you think if I email Summersby and say, hey, I mentioned you on my podcast? <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> I'm done with that. Even if they just send me one for the show each time. <laughs> one a week. That's all, that's all we need. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big beer guy, but if you put some like sort of juice and, and combine mm-hmm. it with alcohol, then then I'm down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so discussion time yep. um, two things that I kind of walked away with, uh, kind of learning I guess is the first one is specifically with Axon mm-hmm. um, they aren't working like they do other things Yeah, they have their own business where they you know long story mm-hmm. short they make kind of websites for certain organizations Yep, uh, and they I asked my question was actually like, how much of do you work on that? And how much do you work on quench? And, uh, you know, they said about like 50, 50. So mm-hmm. quench started as a TO game jam game. I want to yeah. say, was that 2012? Uh, I think that was 2012. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's kind of just like always been evolving since then. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if there's illusions of like people who want to make indie games and they think they can get it out in like, a few months or something, but mm-hmm. that might not always be the case. Yeah, that's it's that's true. Um, it yeah, okay. It depends on the size of the game. Yep. Depends on the team skill, and uh, the, obviously the drive right to do it. So there's a lot of other factors too that I could go on about, but For sure. I do find like the main three are your drive, your skills, and the scope and size of the game. Um, there's always the other variables too, right? Like you got life. Yeah. <laughs> like, so with their game, they like when they talked about it, right? They went through like a lot of uh, staff changes. Yeah. Um, that that alone would really derail your game, because uh, then you look at it that way. Of you have this guy that's on all the time and crushing it, and then all of a sudden they leave, and you have to put a new person on board. So you have to onboard that person, right? And that that's going to might might take you two weeks to a month for them to get comfortable. So that could be a month of time lost, right? Mm. So every time you swap out, you got a lot like that's another problem. But um, their game looks like it took time because of the the graphics, the like what they were trying to make, right? Yeah, it's a very you saw the original, right? It's totally like a totally different game totally yeah. different experience and the, the like it's all uh like hexels right was the program yeah hexels yeah um and so like everything is is these like just hexels yeah like the elephants the the world itself the mountains the trees like mm-hmm. the water 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see that taking like a lot of time. It's just like a unique, like I don't know any other games that look even remotely like that. So yeah, you know, you you're making a game and you can kind of go online to see uh, some resources. But uh, if you're making a pretty unique looking game, then you know resources are going to be mm-hmm. a little bit smaller. Yeah. They're definitely like pioneering <laughs> with the uh, the Hexel side of things right now, which is really cool. Because I remember when I first saw that game, um, I didn't even like know anything about the game, but I just saw the look of it, and I was like, "That looks kind of cool. I want to get my hands on this. I want to see it." Mm. And uh, I was mostly drawn in by the look of it, and it 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 plays good too. Obviously, when I played it, there were some bugs and stuff. Certain things weren't working right, but that happens. Mm. Um, but it just visually looked great. So the time and effort that they've probably been pouring into that just to make it look dope is like that's a lot of time too. So it's going to pay off though, because already it looks pretty awesome. Yep, I think so. Um, the other, I mean, so I guess like what I kind of uh, took away from that is that. It's not like you got to pay the bills. You got to mm-hmm. do what you're making money on. They obviously have their grants and stuff like that, but they obviously have another business of like doing mm-hmm. these contractual, you know, design yeah. website yeah. designs. So you got to pay the bills. Um, so I guess like that's what I tell everybody. Like all the the kids coming up that are like, oh, I just want to make games for a living. It's like, yeah, go get that job at Tim Hortons. Make that your four hours a day. Get your money so you can pay your bills. Yeah, and then work on the passion afterwards because that—that's what I do, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's what you do. That's what I do <laughs> with right? uh, trying to game devs. So, I mean, yeah, you you have that day job, and then then you do you turn your turn your hobby into mm-hmm. like something that you love and something that you could both grow and like profit from. Yep, um, you need a day job. You really do. Sorry, you do need that day job. You gotta oh, have yeah. some money. Yeah. We got we got bills. Mm-hmm. The other thing is kind of marketing. Um, They're asked questions about how to like what they have for marketing, like mm-hmm. what they kind of learned. And I don't want to like we'll have them on the show, so I don't want to I guess repeat. So we can kind of take this away from Axon a little bit, but mm. um, you know, game jams were are like huge. They that's what they're uh, and networking in general. So that was like. Yeah. Their biggest sort of advice was mm-hmm. get out there and meet people, and I th- and I think like gamers have this um, this sort of stereotype that we're all like antisocial nerds, uh, <laughs> except for me. <laughs> but if we can be antisocial together, yep. then that works. And it's funny because if you if you go in thinking like that, game dev drinks was not like that. Everyone was awesome and happy. Maybe booze yeah. changes that for people. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, we did drink a lot, I have to say. Yeah. Because, like, they came up later. They were looking for... They needed more glasses because we drank, like, way too much. You took all the glasses? Pretty much. It was awesome. If I can just say as well, uh, this is more of a message to Hamilton, but sort out your parking. Because <laughs> I went to four different lots before a place could, like, take my money. And I'm like, yo... Like I hit some potholes, and I could see that you might need some some money in this budget to fix these roads. Because I'm on top of it. Don't worry. Oh man, it was because uh, I, I know I know a couple people on the city the city uh, board there. So don't worry, I, I'm talking to them about it. Because right? I was like, how can this be? <laughs> there was two two of the lots yeah. straight up like the the 
little slot to put your coins in mm. were just blocked. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know why you would ever want to block that. Ever. I don't know. That's just weird. And so me and this older dude who wasn't going to it, was just like, we were trying to find parking. Mm. And he was just like, can I put my money in that? And I was like, no, Hamilton <laughs> doesn't want your money, actually. So I managed to find parking. Like, there's like, Luckily, there's like eight different parking lots in the, around that bar for some reason. That's why I picked that area, too. There's lots of parking nearby. Yeah, you just need to Plus, figure out. You could have just parked by a meter, and it's free. So I couldn't. There was no spots on the road. Mm. Um, Next time, I'll show you where. All right. It was... Uh, sorry. I had to go on that little tangent, because... It's okay. I was, like, fuming. If I didn't drive for, like, an hour, I probably would have just, like, gone home, because <laughs> I was just, like, I hate... Like, what? No change on me, either. My credit card. Like, it wouldn't take my credit card, either. There was one... There was, like, two... Um, meters whatever and one wasn't apparently like printing the ticket like it would take your money but it wouldn't print the ticket <laughs> oh man that's so bad <laughs> just like i'm uh, sorry man it's not usually like that <laughs> that's all right so i borrowed two dollars from someone do you remember who that was yeah one of the guys that I, you borrowed a dollar off of me yeah and i think you got three dollars off of one of the guys that works with me oh three oh really yeah, okay. yeah. give him three dollars and then i'll i'll next time i see you <laughs> Then you give me four, <laughs> four fifty interest. Yeah, oh, yeah. I. Uh, you just buy my next beer. That's all. All right, done. Um, that was a little sad. I. Yeah. So back to marketing. Marketing. <laughs> uh, I guess the biggest take home was like, marketing's tricky. It, it is. Really is. It's super tricky. Um, you have to do it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. So I've talked to some people. I I will leave these people's names out of it, but they are other developers. And I've talked to them about uh, marketing in general for projects that they've come out with. Mm-hmm. Um, one one big thing that they like, one big thing that they really did stress on was get a PR person. Like, do it. Get someone who's in PR, who's in marketing, because. They were they how they were saying it to me was they thought they were doing a very good online presence right so online presence with social media uh, blog posts uh, Twitter stuff uh, uh, I mean Twitch uh, YouTube videos so they thought they were doing a really good job with putting that stuff out there mm-hmm. without any PR people right so this is just them a couple dudes and dudettes working away um, so at the time of releasing the game though where they thought they actually had a good presence, they didn't get the the unit sales back from the amount of work that they thought they put in because their game still didn't reach the market appeal, like the, the mass market, right? It right. might have reached the the grassroot market. So when I mean grassroot market, I mean probably like all of Hamilton, right? We'll just say I reached 50,000 people in Hamilton. That's cool. But those 50,000 people maybe only 1% will buy. Right. That's not good, right? So you have to get the mass market. And that's where the the PR people really come into play, I think. And even I'm looking at uh, PR right now just for uh, Pixel Jones when I get that rolling out. Hmm. Um, just because I know from talking to other people, they're like, yeah, we should have had PR from day one. You know, they're... They put a lot of effort and time into getting that game onto the right places. So, and by right places, that's IGN, Polygon, uh, Kotaku, like 
the bigger areas where hundreds of millions of people are going, right? Right. So that's where you need that to make sure you can get those sales in. You have to be everywhere. So I say find a good marketing firm or PR firm that's cheap. <laughs> cheap is key because like, you have to find someone that's flexible with the rates and also fl- that can do the job. They understand the game industry. Right. So you have to know that like you have to you have to do some research. I don't know what there is in Toronto that can help for the Toronto devs, but I'm sure there's something out there. There's uh at least on the freelancers and contractors, there's two PR people that are going there. Yep. Um so you can shout always, out to them. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> uh Jim and Brian. So you can go to com and then uh slash there freelancers, contractors. Uh I got you know, I'm growing that. If you're also like a PR person in the area, hit me up. Um, I kind of want this page to be a good go-to for people. It's not not just PR too. If you're mm-hmm. like making a game and you need some music, there's yep. some people on there too. So, so um, definitely, people who are listening to us, check out these two PR people. Like, just do it. Yeah. Talk to them because they'll help. They'll tell you some things that man. I was talking to the PR to PR people in my city, and they like blew my mind with things. And I'm just like, I didn't even think about doing that. You know? Yeah. So. Like, talk to them. You'll get some good ideas. And that's, like, the best. Like, you can still do your grassroots stuff. So I'm not saying don't stop doing that because you have to do that. But uh, definitely look into this in PR. Like, you need it. Um, I mean, marketing also takes up a shit ton of time. Yep. And uh, I... You might as well have somebody else, a professional doing it. Someone who knows it, you know? Exactly. Because you're busy making the game, so even just uh, trying to like <clears throat> when I release like an interview or something, and mm-hmm. just like emailing all these different sites. Yep, uh, it just takes a long time, and it does. Uh, you're right. Sometimes it's better to just pay someone. Um, and yep. uh, there's a there's definitely a lot of I I've been trying to like look over this like the, someone uh, um, Planet of the Eyes guys. Uh, Coco Cucumber? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, messed it up. I butchered their name last time, so <laughs> glad I got it. They tweet <laughs> at me, pixelprospector.com. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like a pretty solid site um, about marketing and stuff like that, so you can, you can take a look at that. And uh, yeah, I think money money speaks, I think, in this in this sort of situation. Like, you can mm-hmm. try all the, like, Twitter and Reddit and YouTube stuff all you want, but... Yeah, people, and even people. those are like super lucky, right? Like, yeah, just to get some people interested on your stuff from Reddit alone, super lucky. Yeah. So you got to look at like you can also leverage a Kickstarter as a very good PR for you because um, you're going to get a lot of eyeballs at your game. Um, the downside is is if you miss your uh, Kickstarter goal, that's very bad p- press, right? But if you hit it, that's very good press. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also leverage sometimes green light green light's not super huge like publicity wise but you can still get a good community around your game um i would also say if you have something ready that's ready to be shown start going to conventions like that's what i did with pixel jones i've been to i'm going to my fourth convention and conventions like i'm doing comic book conventions too and they're nice cost wise to for entry so I, I looked at it that way. Like they're going to get me, you know, twenty thousand, fifty thousand people to my game probably, or into the event. 
So that's still pretty good for the amount of money that I'm paying to get there. So look at those things too. That will really help build your community up. Where, which uh, event are you doing? Uh, I'm getting ready to do the uh, Hamilton Comic Book Convention. Oh, okay. When's that? Yeah. Uh, October 3rd and 4th. Oh, cool. I, I still have to pick up my ticket, but uh, I'm doing that next. I'll go to that. You should. I don't know who else is going, though. I haven't seen anyone else sign up yet, so we'll see. Are you on the uh, site? Uh, not yet. Because I still have to get my ticket, so. Oh, sure. Well, my booth, I mean. Like a booth ticket? Yeah. I have to do all that this weekend. Uh, next weekend, I mean. But yeah, so that's that's one thing that I've been doing is just going to conventions. I did four. I'm doing, yeah, uh, that'll be my fourth one this year. Um, and it was worth it. Everyone, each one that I've done was worth it. So. And you went to Montreal for one of them. Yep. That was super awesome. Yeah, that's, that's far. <laughs> it is far. That one was like a little bit more. That was, I, each one I kind of priced out. So it was like, that one cost me a little over $1,000 to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more local ones that uh, I did, like Hamilton, I did a Ham- uh, Comic-Con. Uh, I got lucky and got in for free. And uh, I shared a booth with somebody, so I got lucky there. And then uh, the Niagara Falls Comic-Con cost me like 250 for the booth. So probably like a 300 to 400 for the whole event. So, you know, you just got to find the right ones that fit your budget. Spend that money. Spend it wisely, right? Get that day job. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My day job pays for me to do all this stuff. Yeah. So. Nice. Um, yeah. If uh, I don't really have much else to add to that, honestly, just in terms of marketing, I've. It's I'm, obviously I'm doing something a little bit different, but definitely I, I spent money on some advertising, and I didn't really see the benefit of it. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it just means that I'll explore other avenues. But, yeah, getting on, I mean, probably what you're, like, most benefiting from with the PR people is, like, their network. Like, they just know people, and yep. you're basically spending the money to get those people to write about your game. And uh, mm-hmm. those people could work for IGN. <laughs> so, yep. So you never know. You are really paying for their, their Rolodex, which yeah. is the old school term, right? Like. That's exactly what you're paying for. Yeah. Cool. Um, I don't. Uh, I'm trying. I'm looking on the site. I don't uh, see much. Actually, let's just give a shout out to patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Chris, Anthony, uh, Em, Eric, Stephen, and Brian. Uh, thanks a bunch. Thanks, guys. So, Did we get any new ones? Sorry. Did we get any new ones? No, not. Ah. Uh, uh. We gotta get some new ones to, for our wall of thank yous. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> the thank you section of the show. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Toronto Game Devs. Uh, any any suggestions to make better? Let me know because these are the people who are helping helping me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like sharing tweets and and stuff are always super appreciated, but paying for the website, <laughs> helping to pay for the website, and uh, and to give the reach out for these games that that kind of deserve it. Uh, yep. locally, uh, definitely. I mean, we were kind of, we were just sort of talking about getting the game like out there. I won't mention the game, but there was a, a recent Toronto release that, you know, you would think would have got some exposure, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, they're kind of tweeting about how they just kind of got snubbed by Kotaku and IGN and, and all these other studios, or sorry, review sites. It was a little surprising. So <clears throat> I was like, I'll write about the game as much as I can, but <laughs> yeah, far away from being IGN levels. But mm-hmm. um, but that's, you know, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we're the voice for the voiceless. That sounds like something like Batman would say. That's, uh, isn't that... Who would say that? Isn't that... That's, uh, yeah, the people who fight for poor people or whatever. Batman. Batman saves a bunch of good people, I guess, but... Mm, more like Superman. Superman? I don't know. I don't know. The new Superman, he doesn't really seem to give a shit about humans at all. Hmm. The Man of Steel. Did you watch that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's not talk about Man of Steel. <laughs> Man of Steel... Okay. Look, Let, right, we're getting let's... into a movie thing here. I uh, I didn't mind I'm Man of Steel. Man fan, so the ba- the Batman versus Superman looks dope, though. Yeah, I can't wait for that. But and then they just said the dude who uh, the guy who made uh, Frank Miller, who did uh, Mad Max, they're oh, yes. possibly doing Man of Steel two. That's Man of Steel one isn't even out yet, though. Like. <laughs> Yeah. It's not even... We're like eight months away from that. I know. It's just how it is. Yeah. The... I went... We... When uh, Suicide Squad was filming in Toronto, we went down a few times to check out the film. And so I got to see Will Smith, which was uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we totally got offside. Yeah, side totally. Side. <laughs> we usually get offside by talking about Nintendo 64 this time, Batman. Yeah, Batman, Superman. Uh, I'm a DC fan, so I'm uh, I'm not a big comic book guy in general. Walking Dead, new Walking Dead tonight, but oh, yeah, that's tonight. Yeah, yeah, we're totally into TV stuff today. What's going on? I don't know. Gotham, <laughs> Gotham trailer. Um, I just saw that trailer too. That looks all. I can't wait. Yeah. Did you like the first season? Yeah, uh, it has its issues, yeah. but I liked it. I didn't hate it. I watched most of it. So. Yeah, I watched all of it. It was. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, man, fish, fish. Yeah. Oh man, her character was just got so weird. By the yeah. End of I I know I missed the like last like three episodes because I was moving, so yeah. kind of missed it. I and know. I didn't have cable and stuff, so <laughs> people die and, and yeah, Batman's still not around, so that's, that's fine. He shouldn't be. Batman's still a little kid. So that's all I need to know. That's that's all. I, yeah, that's all I care about. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm. That's kind of it. On my end, do you have anything you wanna? No, it's a beautiful day out, so everybody. We recorded this really early today, so. Yeah, thank you. I. uh, Yeah, it's fine. Just interrupted my naps. (laughs) So remember to pick up Planet of the Eyes tomorrow. Remember Mm -hmm. to pick up. uh, uh, What was the other one? Let me find it. Hedge Money Three on Tuesday, PC. And yep. Rumbo's on Thursday. So you can also pick up Dame uh, Knights and Dames. Knights and Dames. Damsels, sorry. Damsels. Damn. Damn. So. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the castle game. Vote for that because uh, yep. that game everyone needs to play it. I was playing it earlier today. I'm still. I'm trying to get a platinum trophy. That's my goal for that game. And <laughs> some of the levels are so hard. Uh, you can do it. Cool. Follow the site on Twitter at Toronto Game Devs. Uh, go to the site torontogamedevs.com. Check out mm-hmm. the Patreon early exclusives. Um, check out Game Dev Drinks. Well, I'm assuming you'll have the third one or the fourth 
kind of event up soon ish. Yeah, I'm just waiting for some uh, promo stuff, so sure. then I'll be posting it up very soon. Yeah, cool event. I highly recommend it. Thank you. Um, I'm that. glad. I'm glad you liked it. So yeah, it was. I it was. It was a good time, man. And like, just that drive. When I saw when I realized the drive was like an hour and a bit because of rush hour, I was just like, oh man, like this. <laughs> hopefully, this is all right. And uh, I had a good time. I wish I could stay longer so we could have done a podcast. I think so. I think it would have been a cool atmosphere mm-hmm. to do one. So we'll just have to kind of get drunk and recreate that. Yep. Uh, and follow you on Dan Dev's drinks. Yep. Cool. Uh, Thanks, Brett. Thank you. See you, everybody. Bye.